Welcome to What's My Thesis. I'm your host, Javier Proenza, and today my guest is Avni Patel in New York, right? Yes, in New York. Brooklyn, right, in New York, York City? or Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Is it, uh, how is it now? Last, I, I think I was there 10 years ago. Uh, oh my gosh. So, it's changing constantly, you know. Yeah. Um, people move out, move in. <laughs> it's never changing. It's such a lively city. I've yeah, been here no. for 20 years and like, I want to leave, but then I don't want to leave, you know. It's like <laughs> love and hate relationship with New York City. <laughs> yeah. Do I do you live in uh you seem to be I saw when we were setting up you you showed me a little bit more of the room that you're in it seems to be pretty big for New York no it's my studio your yeah. studio I yeah. I just don't know how big studios are in New York I just always assume that people live in like little closets <laughs> and oh this is my art studio separate from my home studio um apartment okay yeah. And, uh, and so it, it's like how how is the scene out there is it is it easy to get uh get a lot it's, of shows still like i mean no, new york is legendary it's not that easy it's very challenging yeah to get the yeah. shows i would constantly apply 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 get rejected you know but you constantly apply for an art show and i've been in new york for so many years and luckily i've had shows almost every year uh -huh. um but sometimes i have months that or years i won't have it you know looking for a gallery it's challenging and so uh, you so you're not you're you're looking to apply to a specific tier of gallery, right? You're not looking like because I imagine New York has an artist run scene as well, sort of, which is the the area that I uh, uh, am at. But uh, but so then what, what like what kind of spaces are you talking about? Like what what uh, spaces have you shown at in New York? I just to give me a I, I'm always curious about different different art scenes, you know, and yeah. uh, and it sounds like you might be just a little bit outside of my my like the realm that I'm in uh, in terms um, of like getting competitive because I mean, getting shows in New York, I didn't is not like something that I've ever even contemplating do contemplated doing, but it sounds I know, pretty competitive. That's how I feel about LA I'm like am I gonna be you know <laughs> compatible LA's, LA's pretty LA yeah. has a lot of artist run stuff so there's okay. always opportunities there yeah so. and even New York does too a lot of artists run spaces now more than before um, uh -huh. are there like but you have to sign up for a membership like there's membership fee early then some oh, really? artists can That's afford it. it some yeah and some artists can afford it I was at this gallery for a year for membership show. Um, they had shows every two months or so for us. But then I'm like, there was no traffic coming in. Yeah. You know, I mean, it did, but only open on weekends. And it was a little like, okay, do I really want to be here right now? So I'm taking a break this year from that gallery. And I'm just like, focus on my <laughs> studio and mm -hmm. um, things are happening this year. I'm having an art show in Ohio with, uh, in July, so I'm getting ready for that, and um, I applied for this mural uh -huh. uh, piece that is going to be out in Dumbo. Um, in Dumbo, where's that? In, in Dumbo, that's uh, in Brooklyn. It's down okay. under Manhattan Brooklyn Bridge. It's like a very artsy community. Okay. Um, a lot of art organizations are out there. Am I hearing you right? It's spelled Dumbo like the elephant. 
Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so simple. <laughs> it is. It is. It's like Dumbo. And my, my, my niece says, like, Dumbo? <laughs> what kind of name is that? It's a what neighborhood? A, it's a neighborhood. So it's is like, it like, yeah. a, is it a short for something? Like Soho is yeah. short for um, something? It's like down under um, Manhattan and Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, okay. okay. Over something like that. Dumb- yeah. Dumbo. That's Dumbo. like, I don't know. In terms of real estate branding, that sounds like a fail to me. <laughs> no, it's, oh my gosh, it's not a fail. Actually, it's booming. Huge, that huge. Okay. Like Are... back in the days, nobody, want, not even a taxi driver would want to go there and drop wow. you up. It was rough. And now it's like millionaires, Dumbo. millionaires live there. Wow. Like, that's so funny. Yeah, that is so many crazy. art galleries opened up. Quite a few so, art so... galleries out there. So then do you like, so, so then is it, are there art galleries in all the boroughs or is it mostly Brooklyn? Um, all the boroughs now yeah. they are happening. Like even Queens, I was surprised that they have that, their Bushwick area and a bunch of galleries there now too. Yeah. Long Island city. So well, the, the, the gallery that I'm a part of is more curatorial project. So I pay rent <laughs> to show other people's work. <laughs> we don't even show ours. <laughs> But oh there might goodness. be spaces. I'm sure there's spaces like that out there too, which, but I mean, that doesn't mean make it any less competitive to get into those spaces, but yeah. it's crazy anyway. So then uh, you like, where, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? How did you become, um, what's your artist origin story? Are you, uh, are you an MFA? Are you not I, an MFA? So I grew up in India. Okay. And I was 11 when I moved to the States and uh, it was difficult <laughs> coming uh-huh. from other countries. And I was only 11 and then, lost my friends and family. I mean, I came with my parents, my sisters, but still like the connection I had, I left behind and some, everything was new to me. I spoke English, but it was not fluent. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was hard. And um, at the same time, um, I was aware of the new place I'm in, you know, that I need to learn something, I need to adopt. To this new place so that was I was looking forward to because you know my parents came for my my education to be educated and not get married like you know back in the, those days if you're like certain age you're gonna get married and my parents didn't want that so um, your parents were progressive about that very Is very that... liberal very yeah. modern and liberal and especially my father was like very supportive and my mom too me being an artist so do you do you ever feel like do you ever look at the statistics for how long those marriages last the arranged marriages and go like damn because you're Patel <laughs> Patel is like a, is a name I know as like a, a big uh, Indian family can you tell us a little bit how about how that breaks down culturally or are you not that familiar anymore have you been um, completely Americanized um I do have tradition I am culture you know I I, I'm, I am Americanized but at the same time I value the culture yeah, and yeah. My, my mom didn't want me to forget or my parents didn't want me to forget where I came from and the language and the, the value of it. So, yeah, I mean, it works. But then there are people just stick to that their marriage because of family, what they're going to think of you if you get divorced and if you have kids, you have to compromise. I'm like, why do you have to compromise? You know, you want to be happy. Right. Uh-huh. That's more important than being compromised. And get married to yeah, someone yeah. you're not gonna love, and randomly you met. I mean, luckily my parents, um, they loved each other. It was arranged. They got married at young age in their twenties, but then, you know, they compromised. But they loved each other at the same time. They had their fights. They had their days. But 
um, you know, and they were married more than 50 years. So, um, so then, so then yeah. what you're saying is that it's like maybe Americans are overblowing when they use this, the statistics of, uh, of the divorce rate. Like there's like the institution might be just be completely different in nature is what yeah, it sounds like. Yeah. It's about environment, nature, how we were brought up and culturally yeah. the value. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, but it, but it's but the way that I've heard of it is like, oh, they don't that the divorce rate is low, so they must be oh. great marriages. But it sounds like what you're saying, because that, I, I, that used to be like. I think I just kind of became aware not to besmirch my grandparents directly, but I think of their they're of a generation where like people got married and it was known you had like mistresses. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so like <laughs> so no. we think of like to the, the, yeah, the my father, you know, like <laughs> yeah, the tradition of marriage back then is like very very revered by American society as like being Puritan and whatnot. It's like, no, it's like a crazy, you know, people would be married and they would respect their wives, but everybody would just be out, uh, yeah. be stepping out. No, definitely. And, you know, like this generation in India, they are getting divorced and, you know, they're getting married pretty late too. Mm -hmm. And it's not uh, okay with some parents in the society, but it's your choice, right? At the end of the day, you want to be happy to marry to someone that you love. And my, actually, my parents, they never met each other. They met on their marriage day. That's <laughs> intense, man. That's really I, intense. I know. But I, like, I, I wonder if there's like a trauma bonding that happens there. It's <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> everybody uh, puts in the situation. <laughs> oh, my God. It was the funniest thing. And my dad told me that, oh, I had to go use the restroom and you know i he was on a horse back in the days they are like to be fancy they come in a ho on a horse and my dad had to take his horse to like far a little bit far away to use the restroom and everybody's like oh my god the groom is running away groom is running away so <laughs> <laughs> my mom got so nervous like he hasn't seen me and <laughs> he's running away already so anyways it was just the funniest thing that wow know, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, I obviously know so little about it, only from what I've heard from like whatever comes, whatever seeps into American pop culture. But it's always interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, that sounds terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it's like so know. much pressure on that day. Uh, yeah. Well, then, okay. So then your parents like didn't want that for you, which I, I, I totally respect and I, I get. Um, what and then you like how when did you start getting inklings that you wanted to be an art person because that's like that's a that's a tough choice to make usually into you you kind of it's not a choice where you go like hey dad i'm a doctor and they're like yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah no um you know it's funny since india i was, I was always into art so uh -huh. my my father actually would um my mom had this nice garden and she, i would sit at the corner and i would like keep creating art and my dad would provide me art supplies and he would give me snacks like oh do whatever you want to do and then when I came to the America I never knew you can be an artist art can be a career um, that was something new to me I went to middle school my art teacher was very supportive at high school my art teacher was supportive she took me out of physics so like she doesn't need physics <laughs> <laughs> she needs art so my principal was okay with it like it was uh -huh. a requirement to have physics in high school and she took me out of physics I'm like and she put me in all the art AP classes 
Wow. So I was like fortunate to have an art teacher who really believed in me and helped me build my portfolio. And um, when I told my parents, oh, yeah, I'm going to be an artist. My dad was like, whatever makes you happy, go for it. You know, they never said no. Yeah. And my mom was iffy because of my sisters telling my mom, like, oh, she's not going to have a career. She's not going to make enough money. And I was thinking my sisters, you would think they're more, you know, modern and more educated, right, towards yeah. this situation in life, being an artist, whatever you want, makes you happy. So my parents were very encouraging, uh, especially my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's great. Uh, and, and then so then you got your so you you've been at it like pretty early since pretty early. You so people have been how do you identify? Are you an artist? Are you a painter? Because I've seen mostly painting from I'm, you I'm on a your painter. I'm a painter. painter. Yeah. I'm a painter and then I do a lot of installation art too. And okay. mural artist. Um, installation so is it are you installing painting or is it um, installation like sculptural installation? Um it's like three-dimensional. Okay, cool. Um um almost like chandelier things like movement okay all right <laughs> yeah and then so, uh and then you were that so then you had it but it sounds like in high school you already had a portfolio so then I uh because i never had any career-minded guidance <laughs> 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 so i want to live vicariously through your experience then where did you it's so then so you had a portfolio where did you try to go like where did you apply oh. where did you end up going I ended up, I wanted to stay close to my parents for a year um, because, you know, I just wanted to save some money and stay at home. So um, I applied at Penn State University and they had a campus where I grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Um, Scranton. So middle of of nowhere. Oh my gosh. Um, So... Is it is isn't that where Biden's from Scranton, Delaware, right? Yeah, he's from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, he's from yeah. Pennsylvania. He just yeah. lives in Delaware. Okay, okay. Yeah, he lives in Delaware, um, but he's from Scranton. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, Scranton Lafana like? County, the coal mine. But yeah, so is it is it is it very rust belty? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. and so like, was there like a, a renegade art scene there? Like, nope. you know, nope. There was no <laughs> art scene. No art scene at wow, all. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so all the artists just leave. They just leave, or. If you want to be there, just be a miserable artist there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, but Penn State's not a bad school. I imagine no. they have they have a pretty decent program. Yeah. Penn I'm sorry. State's this is good. my nap time. I'm totally engaged. Okay, I'm sorry. usually napping at this time. So don't, don't take fine. that to mean anything. I ate and I'm like, at a rally. Uh, yeah. So, um, so yeah, cool. And then after Penn State, so you said you did a year there. Here, there, then I went to uh, the main campus, which was like three hours away from home, State College, which is part of uh, Penn State. So they had a big visual art department. So I did my undergrad BA in art there. And even there, I had a dean, um, Dory LeMay. She was very, like, also supportive um, because I tried to get into BFA program. And every time I got rejected, um, get into their BFA studio program, I'm like, okay. And I'm going to do it on my own, you know, just keep creating, build my own portfolio to go to get into grad school because I want to do MFA. Mm-hmm. So I, instead of four year program, I did my five year uh, state at Penn State so I can build my portfolio uh, so I can, you know, start applying for grad schools. And, uh, and and then where did you end up for grad? Tyler School of Arts in Philadelphia. That, that, in Philadelphia? Yeah, okay. temp, part of Temple University. But you're uh, in New York now, so I uh so then 
you ended up having to like build a new network or did a lot of people end up from your program end up in New York? Like, no, not many people from my program. I mean, there were one or two, but then we lost connection, yeah, you know, yeah. contact. And it was just, yeah, but I built everything on my own. No, that's crazy. Yeah. Especially in a yeah. city like New York. Yeah, but you seem so. to be doing good if you're showing like regular, pretty regularly. I know you said it's gotten tougher, but there was also a pandemic, which like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I think That's if you true. didn't show Only that year, years. it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But I did virtual. So that was good. <laughs> virtual exhibition. <laughs> I guess that yeah. counts. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I mean, hey, at least you're active. The, the yeah. CD keeps growing. So, so then, yeah. okay. So then you, when did, like, what era did you move into New York? Like what, mm. what year was it like? 2003. 2003 okay so we're in the iraq war there's like uh 9-11 happened like two years prior so yeah. everybody's a little paranoid and like the the environment everyone's patriotic wants to invade uh iraq interesting yeah. time to, to move to new interesting. york it was interesting stressful um yeah. so right after grad school um you know looking for job and whatnot so a professor from tyler actually uh, recommended me to teach at, for a replacement, like not replacements, uh, like a sabbatical replacement with uh, Brown University. So I taught at Brown. Uh, wow, that's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for a year. And then they're like, all right, it was just for a year. So I'm like, all right, I need to start thinking about my future now because I'm not going to be teaching here after a year. So I decided to move to New York and sort of staying there because I wanted to focus on um, being a art full-time artist mm -hmm. and I didn't know it was no immediate you know <laughs> moving here will be a challenge and being having a difficult life so for three months I didn't work I'm like I'll survive on whatever I have saved and I'm like the reality hits right I'm like oh my gosh I don't have money <laughs> so I started working for staples you know as an artist you look for random yeah day jobs, jobs day jobs I'd had a lot of weird random jobs <laughs> uh, for that for four years in New York City then finally I started teaching for nonprofit and a private school uh -huh. uh, part-time so I can focus on my studio practice and teach part-time so yeah. yeah no I mean that that's incredible I'm I'm still like I basically when I was a kid I was like Oh, I'd like to live in New York at one point in my life. And then I hit an age where I was like, I'm not living in New York. That's too hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, like LA is a big city, but it's easy, man. Like oh, all you it? have to do is show up to people's shows and they're so grateful. They're your friends. <laughs> oh, really? It's not, I, I guess I don't feel that way here. I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> no, what do you, what, well, t tell me, tell me what, how is it? Um, I'm like trying to make connections and make friends with some of them but I feel like they're just very reserved they don't want to talk to you and yeah. I'm like okay I'm just having a conversation you know it's yeah, not yeah. like I'm gonna attack you or you know <laughs> so I mean I feel like to be that reminds me a little bit of what it was like in Miami where it's like there's like uh, an implied hierarchy always in uh, conversations where like I don't think in LA people are like that I, I know it we have the reputation but like, honestly, I'm nice to everybody because at any given point, they could be b bigger than me and like <laughs> crush me <laughs> and my <laughs> reputation. <laughs> but like, but yeah, I think that I think that the East Coast is a little bit more clicky, more people are always saying that like New Yorkers are warm, but I don't know, man. 
we are warm you know we're like kind but when it comes to like certain things <laughs> we're just like rough like all right yeah get out of my way you know um so but we're, we're kind and giving too i mean well guess I what am. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to imply that as a New Yorker because <laughs> that you were e e mean. Not every but, New Yorker. Um, but what's it called? The I guess what I what happens out here is that uh people out in LA kind of respect the hustle, you know? And if they see you doing something like for example, me doing the podcast, like you immediately or you very quickly get uh screened out for being somebody that has a certain way of working is easy to work with things like that you know um and so so I, I don't know i think that there's like a good economy of people that need help with their art projects or with their mm. like gallery and stuff you know like like one of the things about our space is that we need people and we need shows <laughs> you know yeah. like even though we have 12 members at Monta Vista projects sometimes we just like we're just behind and and, and we just need shows you know so like wow. so when those things happen I think being in a position where you're like always outgoing and always social gets rewarded because we're like like for example you know we, we, we none of us like we're a curatorial collective but none of us really had any shows at the moment because we've all been like recovering from COVID. So then like immediately we're like, okay, well, we know this person, this person, this person that we've worked before with before and see if they ha have a show for us, you know? And yeah. so like that, that's how the economy works over here. It's like, if you're nice, like, you know, <laughs> people remember <laughs> that shit. I, I, I don't know how New York is, but, but it seems like New York is a little bit less accessible because like, <laughs> Literally, we're there. I go to the Monta Vista <clears throat> projects just so that, just to meet yeah. people, you know? And know. so people even, know that the people from the space are there. Yeah, you like, even going to the galleries, I'm afraid to talk to the gallerist. <laughs> because Really? They, yeah, because they just sit there and looking in there on the computer doing stuff. And I'm like, oh, can I ask, like, afraid to go and approach them? Yeah. Um, ask a question because I feel like they're more reserved, the galleries. Um, compared, to, I never had show in LA, so I would, you know, I don't know the art scene there, but it would be great <laughs> to like. Well, come to it sounds LA. like you're in much more intimidating galleries than ours. <laughs> <laughs> ours is more of like a community project. We show uh, <laughs> uh, emerging and established artists, but it's more of like, it's like you know, we're 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 just building up our our own curatorial like uh, thing, so it benefits us to know a lot of people, right? No, that's but what yeah. I like, though. But know, but there's the, galleries that I would also not feel comfortable talking yeah. to people you know unless i knew yeah. them you know <clears throat> unless you knew them yeah definitely but, but it's about building a community is very important to me as an artist you know just helping artists out each other out because it's such a challenging world for artists you know um there is not a lot i mean there is support but not as much support um, i mean we have to support to each germany other. and you know yeah yeah we have to support Sweden. each other that's 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 yeah. really what it is yeah. And uh and and it's crazy. Yeah. Um, um so did you have a specific topic that you wanted to talk about? I'm happy to keep talking about just the art world, but I did ask yeah, you for no, I love talking about the art world. Um, um I mean, okay, so I like to talk about littering. It's just littering, litter, okay. Littering because um and I I've been noticing that right I mean during COVID it was a lot of litter, but not as much littering as I've been noticing lately. 
So I go to my local park and I moved there a year ago and I'm just like every day I went for a walk. I'm like, there's litter everywhere. And I'm like, oh my God, why park department's not doing anything? So I started complaining, started writing emails, 311, called the mayor's office, you know, complain, complain. Like, Nothing's getting out of it. So I'm like, all right. And my niece is like, stop complaining and start doing, you know, why don't you start picking up the trash? I'm like, okay, that's a great idea. So I started picking three times a week. I'll go to my park and start picking up littering and I started taking videos of like what park department's doing, this is not what they're doing. So I started posting on social media, TikTok. So I had a lot of followers and people who have nasty comments like, oh, why don't you do it? I'm like, excuse me, this is an awareness. I do do my part, (laughs) but I'm just sending a message out that, you know, let's take care of our community, our city. So well, I mean, I, we're paying the taxes. Why, why are, are you, why are you having to volunteer? I'm totally on board with you. At first yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, that sucks that you have to do it. But I like the pressure that you're putting, but like, I like the performative element of it to bringing awareness because yeah. that's, that's the kind of thing that does pressure people, you know, like yeah. that does work. Like if, 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 uh, Avni Patel is out there doing it and it could be a job that someone's getting paid to do it. Like, why are you doing, why why are they leaving it for you to do it for free? You know, yeah. it's, a, it's it's an interesting project. So and, then, so yeah. what, what's the TikTok? Let's plug it. Um, so um, littering project and that account got hacked. <laughs> Something like someone hacked my account. So oh, all wow. the videos got deleted. Everything's gone. So I'm like, I don't know if I should create another account. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> oh, afraid to go to TikTok now. <laughs> I don't want to create an account with well, TikTok. You- I did do if you I, it, maybe if you set up two step authentication authentication, uh, yeah, it, it it'll like it'll stop that from happening. Uh, I I mean I don't know I'm not a cyber cybersecurity expert, but I would say um, I I mean I got ex- I I was excited about the project. I wanted to follow it. it yeah. I would just uh, why not start a new one and try to post the same videos and see if it if it picks up steam because yeah, gonna... getting hacked is different than getting banned. You know. Yeah, that's like, true. So. So I, 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 I encourage you to keep doing it because I oh, like thanks. it. I like it as an idea. Yeah, I think then, that's really cool. And then you can make it a community project uh, too. If you, if, if you, if that's what you want to do with it, but I, I want to do it and people are like, well, I'll join you. But then I never hear back from them. I'm like, okay, forget it. So, I mean, I'm <laughs> trying, you know, they're trying to, but everybody's busy, but I try to focus on just what makes me happy. And that help makes me happy keeping our city in the park clean so every time I pass by and I pick up letters like oh are you from the park department I'm like no I'm I'm a volunteer it's like oh so are you a group of people I'm like no I'm individual nobody's supporting me (laughs) it's like oh good job I'm like okay so you should be helping me too if it's a good you know like this is your park too but they like to me just they like to make comments they don't want to like you know uh, do the well, I, <laughs> I think that the, I think that one thing that's interesting about the project itself is you're it's not it's not the corporate solution to like the environment where they're like, oh, your your carbon footprint, like you're responsible. Meanwhile, you know, they're destroying the Amazon. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like 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 I like that it is like you're putting pressure on the right people. You're not shaming litterers and all of that because you know, it's, this is a very Florida thing that I'm going to say. So, so (laughs) it's going to trigger some people in California, but, uh, I had a friend that one time, like I called him out for littering and he's like, littering, I'm creating jobs. (laughs) (laughs) That's 
That's funny. <laughs> that Which was... is an awful outlook, but people are good. People are people. People are going to litter, man. Like, unfortunately, you can get as like, uh, as philosophically moral about yeah the, the the what it means about that person but like you know people are still going to murder people <laughs> like bad things but, are going to happen so like know. it's nice but, it's it's nice that you're putting pressure on on the city i i really think that that's admirable and yeah maybe <laughs> should three one one literally kid you not i would call like four times a week five times a week i'm like so this litter didn't get picked up and this didn't get picked up and you know it they do do it but it takes time for them to come by like certain places they're they're not allowed to touch the litter. I'm like, that's strange. Why not? Like, they're like, sanitation not supposed to touch that side uh, if it's not in a bag. Uh... And I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, but it's never going to be in a bag. People are going to throw things, right? Like plastic cups, plastic bottles. It's never going to be in a bag. It's just going to be trashed at that corner and it's building up and drives me crazy. I'm like... I can't even climb in there and pick it up because it's like gated. Oh, right? okay. So, and I don't know what other solution <laughs> is out there that maybe I can take that video of that, that corner and put it in social media and then post it and send it to mayor again. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think, I really think it's crazy how, how that, um, we're in a really weird place, you know, like there's, uh, there's, um, the, the the social pressure like social media campaigns like that are really really powerful sometimes so I, I i think it's a really interesting idea to 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 continue pursuing uh it's unfortunate you got hacked i wonder if it was this the city that hacked you i don't know you know what i mean because i used to tag um hash hash you know like a mayor park department you know <laughs> And they so just I, hired some some guy. Probably I used to tag them and everything. So and yeah. they would send pictures to um Eric Adams on um Instagram. Like, this is what's going on, you know. So I don't know. Hopefully something will be done. So then how many people are volunteering to like were volunteering to help that? Like just one or two people or like No, uh... just me. So this is a, this is how I started. I walked around and I saw a guy picking up. Uh, littering with the the grabber you know the trash yeah. grabber so i'm like hey are you from park department he goes no i just volunteer come here I'm like oh, i want to help you it's like you do i'm like he's like come tomorrow i'll give you the grabber and then you can help me so next day i went and he he, he brought me one and i'm like i thought he's not gonna show up because i was already there for an hour waiting for him and he didn't show up so i'm like i was about to leave and mm. he was walking in and i'm like oh okay so he gave it to me, then he just disappeared. And then now I'm doing the job. So I don't see and him. And he's around. not coming anymore? No, because he knows, <laughs> he knows that I'm there. <laughs> so it's like that movie, The Ring, where, <laughs> where he made you, now it's your burden. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> That's hilarious. So then what, yeah. what like, I mean... What I I also think that like it must be like a, a healing practice or like a meditative practice for you. You know, yes. you're taking time to walk, and then like like there is something rewarding. It's like doing a puzzle, or it's it, there's something like nice about like 
or uh, de decompressing. In fact, like that's a, a lot of people do as a Sunday activity, they're cleaning, which is like the day of rest, you know? Yeah. For me, it's never a rest. I like to be active. You know, I like to yeah. like, keep myself busy when in the morning I get up and I'm like, I cannot sit still. <laughs> I need to do something. And I think it, it is rewarding going to the park. And I think also connecting with nature is more important to me, like connection, because my work is about environment, nature, creatures, but in an abstract way, right? It's always mm -hmm. moving and environment, like there's a lot of movement in nature, right? Insects are moving, everything is, has movement. And my work is always about pattern movement. And I think it's, it helps me going to the park and doing my part just to take care of Mother Earth, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> hugging Mother Earth and hugging the trees. And I also talk to the trees sometimes like, oh, thank you so much. Take care of each other. <laughs> like, please take care of each other. I know us humans are bad, but please take care of yourself. <laughs> I do. I talk to them. That's like, great, though. That's yeah. like, even even if they don't understand, you understand what you're doing. And that like, it's like uh, you're yeah. you're doing you're essentially performing magic like ritual magic right you're doing like this it's it's a very specific ritual that's personal to you but i like that i like that the um especially like in a city like new york i think that it's it's interesting you know because over here we have so like we have green spaces but it's really just like single family homes that have yards so it feels like there's nature but it's not real nature like yeah. you know but but I know like New York parks are legendary. So what park is this? Uh, not um, I don't want to give away your location. So if no, it, if it's it, a, I would love to John, John Kelrick Park. It's okay. in Brooklyn, Bensonhurst. Um, and it's what, a huge park. It's like okay. more than um, more than forty acres. So then, and how how much do you have like a section of it that you work in? I do or? section by section. So sometimes I do the whole park. It's almost two miles. How long how long of a day is that? Oh my gosh, two, three hours. Wow. Yeah. Then I get tired because I have so many four or five bags. Yeah, I bet you get tired. <laughs> so I have four or five bags carrying. Like, where am I going to put them? Because there are no trash cans. Sometimes they're there. Sometimes they're not there. So I'm like, you know, so I go. Then sometimes I take a break. I'm like, okay, I'll come back tomorrow because I'm tired, you know. Sometimes in winter, I cannot get to it because it's too cold. <laughs> yeah, no, no. When no. the spring starts, I'm going to be back to it. Yeah. What, what, what kind of garbage is it mostly in the park? Like, what do you find? Uh, plastic bags, uh, plastic bottles, food bags. Oh, is there do, oh. do, is there like do you see Snickers wrappers more than anything? Or like, oh. is there like cigarette boxes? Chips, um, chips. And then, oh, my gosh, they have alcohol bottles <laughs> <laughs> like vodka bottles and I'm like, i may have been guilty of that as a child <laughs> vodka bottles and can, a lot of cans like beer cans um uh -huh. and, and sometimes dog poop bags <laughs> they just, just oh at least they put it in the bag that's i know but they threw it there like seriously yeah. <laughs> i mean i'm like i don't feel like picking it up and i'm like i have to i'm like <laughs> So I pick that's it up. So, that's such a funny thing to like put this biodegradable thing inside a non-biodegradable thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like it's like nature protected from nature. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's just so interesting to see sometimes what I pick up. I'm like, oh my God, people are crazy doing <laughs> things like that, you know? Yeah. Um, like badminton rackets, um, car battery. <laughs> 
do you feel like you you know a little bit more like you you kind of are seeing a side of that neighborhood that maybe other people don't like you know what people do there like um, do you ever see do you see syringes any biohazard I, I haven't seen syringes no. okay because but yeah but when I was a little kid there was a huge problem I grew up in Italy and there was a huge pro heroin problem like oh, wow. and 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 I was like a little kid and I picked up a syringe because like as a little kid, you pick up stuff on the street. And I was like, look, because we had a toy syringe that we used to play with. And I was like, look like that. And my mom was like, freak the fuck out. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I think that you're probably doing you're you're helping people from in a like you're probably doing a lot more uh, for for families than than maybe they realize. Like it's like um it's it's it really is an act of service, which I really is, I find interesting. And it and I and as an artist, it's hard to separate your artistness from the practical and the practice side of it for me. So it's really interesting. It, uh, it is hard because I'm like I should be doing these three hours for my studio practice. No, so, I think this you is know this what probably I mean? is. And I would I'm say like, it probably but, is part of your studio practice in some ways. It's it's a place to think. You know, yeah. art. If you if you just lock yourself in a studio and you don't experience the world, what do you make art about? The studio? That's true. You're right. Yeah. And in a way, you're right, because I, I do feel good and connected to nature when I'm in the park and yeah. listening to birds and, you know, seagulls. And it's pretty cool uh, going to that park. It's very um, I should send you pictures or a website of that park. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, um, I'll definitely look it up because yeah, I'm always curious. I, growing up, I love parks. It's one of and the best places in the world to take a nap, which I learned from my father. It's, like my it father. is. It's a, and it's right by the Hudson River, so I can see the the bridge where I was on, and I can see the sunset from that park. It's beautiful. So, you know, um, it's rewarding for me. Just just moved there a year ago, and I, I'm yeah. I'm in love with it. Sadly, wow. the closest thing I've ever done that's like that is smoke cigarettes, which is like an automatic like break and you're taking a break to breathe, which was like the worst thing that that was actually one of the hardest things to like about quitting smoking cigarettes was not having those moments of just like, you know, like of yeah. just like not thinking or not, you know, stop. <laughs> like a proper break that has a timer and you're also getting medicated with the yeah. nicotine so it, it it changes your 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 mind but yeah no i mean that sounds really cool uh have you have you is it just that one park that's your turf it's just um that one park i want to go to another park um but it's pretty far away and they're like um some friend is like oh why don't you go there with me and i'm like sure but then it never happened. So, but I want to like also do the streets <laughs> because that like bothers me. There was a guy threw a bo beer bottle right in front of me and I went up to him and I yelled at him. <laughs> you gotta pick that up. He He's pretending that he, he, he didn't do anything. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yes, you did throw that bottle. And he was <laughs> drinking eight o'clock in the morning and then he just threw that bottle. I'm like, and I'm like, oh, oh. Then I'm like, I, I'm like, I took a video. It's like, what? <laughs> like I did. I took a video. I would, I would maybe advise you not to confront people that are drinking at eight in the morning. <laughs> I, I know, I, I know. And they, someone told me the they same may not thing. have it's a like, lot going on. Too many, like you might get attacked. You don't want to do that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm rough. I can, you know, handle him. But then he do did you... ended up picking it up because he. Oh, I would have been terrified of you. <laughs> <laughs> do you have kids? 
I don't have kids. No, no you don't have kids. Oh man. No. Okay. Cause I would, if you were my mom, I I remember just like my mom doing stuff like that, just like confronting people and being like, oh, mom. <laughs> and my family gets so annoyed with me. Like, oh my God, here's a aunt Avni's coming, you know, yeah. <laughs> so here we go with recycling and sustainable and, you know, taking care of the environment. And I'm like, here we go again. Cause they, they, they don't recycle some things. And I'm like, I get really frustrated. I'm like, guys, oh, yeah, I mean, your future full disclosure, you know? <laughs> <laughs> full disclosure if i lived it, it, it like as your roommate there was no way that you would like me <laughs> i do separate oh the recycling but oh. but sometimes some trash will get in there and i'm like ah, this box is closer <laughs> oh but yeah but i'm, I'm gonna get canceled for that <laughs> yeah no but just an awareness i want to like spread to the world and you know do you do you what what, what do you think of like um like what what other stuff in terms of environmentalism are like i mean we don't have to obviously greta thunberg is not really part of the conversation i want to get into but like like just like what uh what what other things are do you think like would help like what do you, what's on your radar cuz i have some things that i think of that but I also kind of use them as excuses to not take my own responsibility <laughs> i'm like well all those military bases america has are polluting it's, the hell out of the world, you know? Yeah, like military. Like much worse uh, than the, me. The cruise, this. people who are on a cruise, I feel like that should be banned because, you wow. know, they're I never polluting even thought the ocean, you know, it's like they're polluting ocean too. And yeah. nowadays people are all into cruises and stuff and, you know, um, boats, <laughs> uh, that taxi, um, water taxi also it's bad for the environment and water you know, taxis? Things like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah and we have a lot of this that in new york city i mean it's great for a to b but then at the same time um that also bad for the environment especially you, the are police. you are you do you don't you don't have a car you're in new york right i i do have a car um I didn't, I didn't i didn't have a car for so many years it's my first car <laughs> <laughs> it's my first what, car what do you have um i don't have a tesla i have mitsubishi is it is it a hybrid or it's a hybrid know. yeah it's yeah. a hybrid but hybrid i don't drive amazing it's and so my convenient. work is not too far so i don't use that car as much yeah. um which is helpful i can walk to my work like literally five minute walk but to studio it takes me 10 minutes to come here and i save well, save so much time um and and car than the train train would take me an hour and a half to get here and the car takes me 10 minutes so oh. and, um yeah. yeah so yeah i it, new york traffic is a mystery to me i mean it's, they say it's bad it's, out here but i I've, I've been in a taxi cab and it doesn't seem that that fun to drive like as a driver yeah i mean i used to i um, used to visit california i lived there for a few months with my sister out in la and uh, rancho cucamonga ontario i used to come out there and i didn't think it was bad the traffic there that's I a little bit it. more that's a little bit like more stuff yeah, yeah yeah right i think yeah. rancho cucamonga is where, where, where you said uh ontario i think is north of la yeah uh, north. i don't know where rancho cucamonga is but it is fun to say so yeah I'll it's right that. next to <laughs> it's, it's like 10 minutes away from ontario so well, the then, airport so then i mean what what um 
what's interesting is to do the the littering project on on one specific space like that's a very artist kind of mentality right like this is my stage these are the parameters that i'm within um do you do you like do you engage in it as art and can i recommend that you start thinking of it as an art practice because i know that you're a painter but in terms of like like that is that is a performance it, it's a private performance and it, it, it is you know, yeah, but it, I I I would uh, I would encourage you to think about it a little bit more as as that because ultimately you really only being there's a thing that that happens there that like you're not changing the world necessarily right you may be inspiring people and whatnot but you're not like it's a drop in the bucket right but it is a it it is still a worthwhile effort yeah. right like to to keep the area around you clean and, and and so i i find i I mean there's interesting stuff behind that even though you're not necessarily like you're doing it because you're just passionate about <laughs> having yeah, a clean no. space I, I, but I, as an artist i mean i think that it there's there's like there's something like you're tending to this space that in a way that is being neglected which is already interesting from a from an art making perspective right um there's a level of futility to it because if you stop, no one else is going to care enough. Right. So like, d does that make sense? Yeah, it <laughs> no, definitely you, does. Definitely unless does. you trap someone else. <laughs> no, if I'm going to stop, then who's going to be taking care of it? For me, it's, it's become, you know, right. It's becoming, I'm be becoming more passionate about it. And I came from India and I saw so much littering there worse than here. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is, my blur pressure is gonna like go high because of the litter amount of littering people are like throwing left and right i'm like oh gosh yeah uh in a way i'm glad i'm not here because it will give me a heart attack you know and uh, i am passionate about it because i just feel like we need to take care of our environment nature trees our surroundings because nature gives us so much back right and yeah. we're not doing anything to nature not we're not giving back us actually enough to the nature do you so. do you do you go to like national parks and stuff to re recover because i remember uh dc has rockville or no uh rock creek park or whatever or uh, yeah dc there's like a major park that runs right down the middle of it which i is go cool. to like catskill um upstate new york they have okay. a really nice park and hiking and stuff i go out there um but what i'm thinking about is it is your 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 I'm trying to get myself in your perspective because you live in a very concrete city, right? So like that park is like, like that. that's from a time. I mean, we have parks here, but Griffith Park is not like, it's not vital to the people of the city. Most people that live in LA probably, I, have, I don't even know the last time I was there, you know? Like there's, there's, uh, it's those, it's, it's those parks that are kind of like just tucked away that are interesting to me, especially in a city yeah. as crowded as that. Like, no, was, well, I, yeah. I, in fact, I need to ask my parents because when I was a kid, we used to go to El Parque de los Gatos, which is our name for it, which is the park that has the cats. Yeah. But I don't know what that park is called. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, New York does have a lot of parks. Like They have state parks, which just opened up uh, during COVID. And it's like literally 20 minutes away, but it's hidden treasure. Not, it used to be a, land, a landfill, but yeah. they made that eight miles of landfill into a park and people go there and it's just like 
that's my getaway place, even though it's 15 minute drive, but I love going there because yeah. it helps me connect with my inner, you know, body and um, my, no, my definitely. whole system changes when I go there. Um, There's a park in uh, in Miami called Merry Christmas Park that I spent a lot of time, <laughs> and it's 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 actually named after a person who oh my died. Gosh. Oh, and my I just God. remembered it because you you like you mentioned the the um, landfill. It used to be a landfill, so it's this really interesting park that's kind of just it sinks into the 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 landscape, and there's this these houses up here. And like the backyard just kind of drops into this park. We used to play frisbee at night. We probably oh littered it. We that, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> as bad kids. But but it is. I mean, I do have, especially like when you're younger and you don't have anywhere to hang out. Like I don't think I do that as much anymore. But when you're a kid, maybe in a city like New York, you do. I remember being in Central Park for the first time and just being like, oh, I get it. You know, like I understand why why people love this place so much because it is like it it's relief it's like uh, it's an escape it's a hideaway i know it, it is it is an escape and um i guess getting away from all this crazy chaos in life you know when you're in a new city so yeah. it really helps just to uh, it's just like for my for me it's a meditation for me <laughs> that's like meditation being there sitting there for a few hours or just walking around the park um so yeah well, and, cool. Uh, so then what's what's in the future for you? Like what what are your ambitions in terms of like in the art world? So you're right now you're 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 part time. You're working. You have a part time job and you're you're an artist. Right. That's if, if I yes. understand it correctly. Are you a, trying to to just some people are just happy like that. Are is that is your ambition to just keep going like that? Or are you trying to like uh, you you you're you're very proficient. I see a lot of new work coming from you on Instagram pretty regularly. Yeah. So you still studio practice. Where, 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 just, what's your trajectory now? So I'm very ambitious about what, oh my God, sorry, there's a huge fly <laughs> just passed by in my studio. Um, I'm very ambitious about what I do and I'm going to keep going. I love teaching also. Um, I'm mm -hmm. trying to um, teach the young generation, I guess. They need to know um, what's out there. It's just art can be a career, not just all creating art so I'm trying to bring that awareness to my students and I want to keep doing that mm -hmm. um, teaching for nonprofit and keep creating what I do and hopefully I would like to have an art gallery in the future but you know you. but represent me but at the same time I'm gonna do what I love doing if yeah. I don't get represented if I show random galleries I don't mind as long as my work is seen you know, and most people and connect. I mean, people. you don't seem that far away from representation just based on the, how much work you're making. You have a specific voice. So if anybody's looking to represent Avni, <laughs> <laughs> I said it correctly, right? Yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. always get nervous when I say people. Yeah, no, no, you did. You did. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm into it. I'm definitely gonna be tracking your your career uh, moving now that I'm aware of it. And I'm always I'm always interested. I ask these questions just because I'm I'm I I want to understand how people think about the art world because there's not a specific set path, a set way of doing it. And some people are happy doing one thing. I want to make this my day job. I'm actually not even aspiring to like be somebody that just makes work and lives off of the work. That sounds intimidating to me, you know, <laughs> to, yeah. 
Uh, but but uh, but I totally I'm I I'm curious. I'm just there's so many different ways of being an artist. There's uh there that 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 it's it's always fascinating and it, it it's good to like broaden your own understanding. Yeah, and you have to intimate with your artwork, right? And what I create, I get become intimate. But like, oh my god, this thing, this creature, how do I get like love? You know, like I get so involved with my work. I'm like, okay, I need to fix this or. Um, if there's a mistake, I can always change things around. You know, that's what I like about painting because you challenge yourself. And especially what I create, there are drips and then there is a drip and they go, there's a mistake, but it becomes something beautiful. <laughs> so um, do you paint? Uh, what do you what do you use? Uh, oil or acrylic? Acrylic. Yeah, I use acrylic paint. It's it's impressive because I, I, I find acrylic a lot more challenging, especially when you're doing stuff like what you're doing, which is a little bit more you're blending stuff um it's it's interesting i mean yeah. i i kind of i kind of felt like it was acrylic because it has that textural character to it but but i was curious because it could have also been oil yeah you, it's, you a, it's acrylic and i use paint markers so i use different materials in my painting yeah. um yeah so it's yeah <laughs> so it's just connecting and um always creating something always um performing with my painting you know because I grew up around performers growing up in India uh, my sisters were in theater and my parents would take us to watch their shows you know um, twice or three times a year and I see them perform and where I grew up um, um, I'm Gujarati Patel were mostly Gujaratis and from one of the state but I grew up in Bombay so they have this uh, event happens every year Navratri and it's like a dance event for nine days nonstop. so it's just like for me it's always been about pattern colors movement nature mm -hmm. connection you know with us humans so what part that, of india is bombayan is it is, um Mar maharashtra but is it north south east ge geographically um, a little south like towards um arabic is that sea. where the is that where the really colorful temples are that have uh the current they're in South and Rajasthan. Okay. So Bombay they, is more very modern. Aren't like there like high rise buildings? <laughs> aren't they? Aren't there like sexual sculptures in India? Yeah, there are down okay. south, south, down south. all over. Okay. <laughs> Much majority but south. They're in temples, north. right? Yeah, they're, they're temples. There's yeah, they're temples. Yeah. Well, as someone who's lived in a Catholic slash puritanical society most of his life, what is the, you know, like sex is bad in religions that I've grown up. What is the mentality behind Same that? thing in India, like sex is bad, sex is bad. But then why know? are these temples? I know, that's the thing. Like, that's my argument all the time. Like, we're so religious country, but look at these deities and they're literally naked. Yeah. <laughs> you know? you know and is it is it is it uh it, it's not monotheistic hinduism or or is it yeah it is it um, is okay yeah. okay so that yeah. but then you have you mentioned deities multiple the multiple De oh, they're they're gopis they're gopis um they know so they're uh, like they were they're like they're Krishna. essentially saints they're not they saints <laughs> they're just there for decoration you know back in the days that's what they were Oh, so it would be like, um, like grotesques. It's a style of of painting, style. but they're not. They they don't represent actual deities. They're just no. They don't. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. they don't represent deities, but they do have deities in the temple. Like we have about eighty 
millions of gods in India, like Kali is a god, this is a god, you know. Um, but yeah, the temple is just, you have to put it like, look at it this way. It's about a person, what they're, they're going to get out of it, right? Like what they're thinking is by looking at the theory or the sculpture. And you can, you can like, think of that deity as a god, it can be a human, you know, it can be something that was made up back in the days, mm. right? Because I feel like religion is just made up. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm not religious. It's just like maybe some hierarchy said, oh, you're going to follow me. I'm going to write this. That means I'm, I'm a god. You know, I don't know if that was the case back in the days. So what, what, what is, I, so you are an atheist, but, or agnostic at least, uh, but, but uh, what, what were you raised? Nothing? Your parents um, weren't religious? My or, mom or was religious, but not like forced us to like, she would try to tell us, do this, do that. But, you know, my parent, my dad was not religious. Like, as long as you're a good human, <laughs> good person, <laughs> you know, don't worry about it. So yeah. my mom actually was religious. She would get up early in the morning, would read her Bible, Indian Bhagavad Gita, which is almost like a Bible. Um, and then she would just focus would do that every day she would get up at four o'clock in the morning and she and would who's the out. who's the main godhead in the in the religion sorry for my ignorance i'm no just there's hearing. so many I, I, there's I god krishna there is god uh shiva there is ganesh so then but, but then how is it monotheistic if there are all those gods I, no it's not no oh, it's, it's not, not, it's, not, it's, not. So, would it, is it fair to, is does paganism refer to multiple gods or is it a specific it's multiple gods. So, so it is. So, is is it a pagan religion? It, yes, no? it is. Yes, it, it would classify yes. that. Okay, because I've only heard about a... the pagans as the pagans. <laughs> I've know. never heard this religion is pagan. So, okay, I just want to make sure I'm I'm not offending. Lot, there's a lot of mythology in India too. Yeah, mythical, you know, okay. mythology. Um, so, who 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 would you like? Uh, not to make it like. DC, a DC movie where you're trying to figure out the scale of like the power scale, like, you know, Superman being the strongest. <laughs> oh my gosh. But like, is I there, is there, is, is there, Shiva. there is Shiva. Shiva. Like, oh, the Shiva's going to destroy you. You know, there's God Shiva. Um, okay. If, yeah. But, you know, um, there's God Ganesh. There's so many gods, but there's uh, also Krishna. He's like the hierarchy and, um, and then, so is that who the Hare Krishnas uh, yes. worship? Okay. Yes, Hare okay. Krishna worships. <laughs> Are there Krishnas in? Uh, is did it, that start in India, or is that an American phenomenon? I don't know if you know. Um, I don't know if I. I think it started in. No, it started in India. It started Hare in Krishna. India. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot Krishna of weird. Th India. There was a period where, like in the '60s, where everybody's like, "Let's go worship these guys." <laughs> yeah, no, it started in India. Uh, the Hare Rama, Hare Krishna thing. And then it spreaded all over yeah. <laughs> the world. Well, what's it? Well, I think, uh, yeah. I mean, there's the, it, it. It's interesting. There's so much like a lot of like. It's kind of like the magical Negro phenomenon over here, where like the movies, they, like it's like this like exoticization of what people don't understand and i think in the 60s the boomers just went crazy because they were like into free love and they were like yeah because yeah. that's yeah. that's 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 how uh what's it called wild wild country what what was it uh, rajni rajnishi the do you know wild wild country it's the it's the um oh i know which one you're talking about um 
I, I, I only know the name of the documentary, but yeah, like, but and the movie guys, came out too, right? The movie came out. Well, it's a, I've, I've only seen mm-hmm. the, the documentary on Netflix. It's like a multi-part one, which is okay. really well done because they're kind of, they kind of <coughs> don't say they're kind of straddle a line of not calling these people crazy of like, just yes. like, uh, trying on their perspective. But then you hear people talk about that one woman and she's like, <laughs> they're like, she has no so empathy. <laughs> you gotta send it to me. Cause I don't know that documentary, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's called yeah, Wild, it Wild Country. Wild, well, Wild anyway. Country. But, yeah, um, so, you know, also Beatles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, Beatles went to India. The Maharaji. To, yeah. yeah, they went there um, to like experience, you know, the whole <laughs> Hinduism. And I, and, and I think I think eventually they just decided that they were being scammed by him. And they yeah. were like very diplomatic about it. But they're like, yeah, yeah we're not like. <laughs> I know. So it's just like a lot of scammers in India. So it's a lot of scammer gurus out there. So, you know. No, wanna... and, the, and, and dude, like, I mean, you there's a market for them <laughs> they don't <I> just, <laughs> like there it's are, all the white are. people that 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 influx of white people going there that created the market for people to be like holy shit i'm gonna scan these motherfuckers <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> it's true it, it, it's still happening you know it's not so. intrinsically indian <laughs> to scam white people i mean everybody <laughs> wants to get away with that too <laughs> yeah oh my gosh a lot of scammers out there <laughs> yeah everywhere everywhere yeah. Yeah. So, like you know, even, but... even in in the in the most European countries of all. <laughs> anyway, it's everywhere. And thank you for the rundown on uh, on all of that. Uh, is there anything that we can promote for you? Website, uh, um, uh, the Instagram, and if you have any shows upcoming that you want to let people know. Yeah, about? I would love. Yes, definitely. My my website and social media is like the new thing nowadays, right? So um that and just spread the word about my work and so it's uh it's spelled avani a unique avani on instagram right unique underscore underscore avani Avani. Uh, but it's uh, avni it's avni but but avani (laughs) spell it correctly guys yeah and then uh and then um and then your website is um avani patel uh, spelled uh, phonetically spelled or spelled out a uh, with an a A A v a n i r Patel, P-A-T-E-L dot com. Okay. And then yeah. any shows that, that that are happening? Yes. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll be creating a mural out in Dumbo. Okay. <laughs> May and June. Uh, it's going to be outdoor. There's going to be a lot of traffic coming in. So I'm excited um, cool. to creating a mural. And also I'm having an upcoming show out in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio at 934 Gallery cool. out in Columbus. So if you guys are in yeah. Columbus, what, what are the dates for that? Uh, from July through August. July through August. This will probably be out by then. So, guys, uh, check it out. And uh, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed thank our you. conversation. I that like, was great, uh, Javier. Oh, it's it's, I mean, it's, it's always you. fun. <laughs> and, and if you uh, come to New York, come visit. <laughs> I will totally take you up on that. Watch what you invite me to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would love to. Warm be warned, everybody. Oh, if you invite man. me to stuff, I will come. And you will be like, oh, no. <laughs> no, it's it's I come on I'm from india we love having people over <laughs> like, cool and then uh uh so thank you guys for watching uh you guys know where to find us and uh we'll be back next week with another guest uh with another topic that may or may not be art related and that's how we roll 
Uh, thank you so much, uh, Abney. You. It was a, such a pleasure to meet you and actually meet the person behind the Instagram account that I've been following. And uh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we'll see you, you guys all next week. Bye. Go we'll take a nap. <laughs> <laughs>